WBUR Podcasts, Boston. The Circle Round episode you're about to hear is a super special one. Recorded on August 13th, 2023 at Tanglewood, the summer home of the Boston Symphony Orchestra. This live event featured world-class musicians from the BSO, a star-studded cast of actors, and a wonderfully enthusiastic audience of Circle Round fans who journeyed from near and far to join us. You can learn more about our Circle Round events and how you can be a part of them on our website, wbur.org slash circle round. Think about a time you solved a problem. What steps did you take to unravel it and untangle it and figure it out? In today's story, we'll meet a character who goes about untangling a problem by tying it up in knots. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, live at Tanglewood in Lenox, Massachusetts. Today our story is called All Tied Up. It's inspired by tales from Borneo in Southeast Asia and features a character we've met in other Circle Round stories, Mouse Deer. Joining me on stage is a fabulous cast of actors, Lauren Ambrose, Makania Chesser, Scott Cohen, Josh Gondelman, and Peter Riegert. And providing musical accompaniment is a world-class quintet from the Boston Symphony Orchestra, Rachel Childers on horn, Clint Foreman on flute, Catherine French on violin, Ben Levy on double bass, and Suzanne Nelson on bassoon. So, circle around, everyone, for All Tied Up. She looked a lot like a deer, with slender legs, pointy hooves, and a long snout. But she was pint-sized and petite, no bigger than a bunny. Despite Mouse Deer's small size, one bright sunny morning, she woke up... ...with a big appetite. Boy, oh boy, am I hungry. I think I'll go into the forest and find some tasty fruit. As Mouse Deer wound her way through the trees, she happened to cross paths... Good day, Mouse Deer. ...with Ox. And what are you up to this fine morning? I'm going to pick some tasty fruit for breakfast. Care to join me? Pick some fruit? Mmm, mmm, mmm. Don't mind if I do. So Mouse Deer and Ox set off through the forest. On their way, they happened to stumble upon... Greetings, Mouse Deer and Ox. Elephant. And where are you headed this beautiful morning? We're going to pick some tasty fruit for breakfast. Care to join us? Pick some fruit? Yummy, yummy, yum. Count me in. So Mouse Deer, Ox, and Elephant trooped through the forest. At last, they came to a tall, leafy tree, positively bursting with... Mango seeds! 
If you've never seen a mangosteen, it's a sweet, round fruit with thick, dark purple skin. Mouse deer, ox, and elephant's mouths watered as they beheld hundreds of mangosteens hanging from the tree's branches, all ripe for the picking. The animals got to work gathering fruit. Elephant used his trunk to reach up to a high branch and pluck off a mangosteen. And there. Then he placed the fruit on Ox's broad back, where it rolled all the way down to his tail. Whee! Mouse deer then caught the mangosteen. Got it! And used her hooves to add the fruit to a growing pile. Once the animals had collected a decent number of mangosteens, they happily dug in. Mm -mm. These mangosteens are so tasty. Scrumptious. Are they ever. But hungry as we three are, there's no way we can finish all of this fruit right now. So how about we eat what we can, we leave the extra fruit here, and I'll keep an eye on it until lunch. That way, it'll be safe if anyone tries to take it. Ox and Elephant exchanged a look. Mm, No offense, Mouse dear, but you're so tiny. There's no way you could scare off a fruit burglar. I say one of us bigger animals does the job. And since the biggest of the three is me, I will volunteer. Mouse Deer gazed up at Ox and Elephant and shrugged. All right, fine. Elephant, you keep watch. Ox and I will see you at lunchtime. So Mouse Deer and Ox went on with their day, and Elephant stood guard over the mango steens. But then, all of a sudden, Elephant felt the ground around him begin to shake. Who goes there? And how dare you come near our mangosteen tree? Elephant glanced around the forest, and what should he spy thundering toward him, with their heads towering high above the treetops, but two giants? Is it just me, Snuggly Bunch? Or is this pipsqueak eating our mangosteens? I believe he is, Smoopsy-poops. Well, you better get out of here, pipsqueak. Unless you want us to eat you. Elephant felt his blood run cold. Sure, he had promised Ox and Mouse Deer he would watch the mangosteens, but the giants were right. Compared with these titans, he was a pipsqueak and he wasn't about to become their breakfast. Oh, there's no need to eat me, giants. I had no idea these mangosteens belonged to you. You can have them, all of them. I will happily step aside. And he did. Beside the mangosteen tree was a thick stand of bushes. So Elephant jumped behind it, cowering on the other side as the giants guzzled every mangosteen in the pile. Once the last piece of fruit had disappeared down their gargantuan gullets, the giants turned on their humongous heels and went tromping away. Elephants stood frozen to the spot, too frightened to move. When lunchtime rolled around, and Mouse Deer and Ox returned for more mangosteens, their eyes grew wide. Elephant, where did our mangosteens go? And why are you trembling? You look like you've seen a ghost. Oh, it was worse than a ghost, friends. It was giants. Giants? Yes, 
two tall, hairy giants who came lumbering over and ate up all of our mangosteens. They said the fruit belonged to them, and I was too terrified to argue. I'm so sorry! <laughs> Mouse deer patted Elephant's foot. It sounds like you received quite the fright, Elephant. But not to worry. There are still plenty more mangosteens on the tree. What do you say we pick some more for lunch? So they did. Mouse deer, ox, and elephant worked together to gather a nice pile of fruit. And once they ate their fill, mouse deer suggested they meet again for dinner. As for the extra fruit in this pile, I'll keep an eye on it. Make sure it stays safe. Ox and elephant exchanged a glance. Um, I think your head is in the clouds, mouse deer. If a big creature like elephant couldn't keep the fruit safe, there's no way you can. Exactly. So since I am the next biggest of our trio here, I will guard the mangosteens. If those giants come back, I'll show them who's boss. But no sooner had Mouse Deer and Elephant gone on their way than... Who goes there? And how dare you come near our mangosteen tree? Ox froze. He felt his teeth chattering as the two giants came striding his way. Do my eyes deceive me, Shuggy Woogie? Or is this small fry eating our mangosteens? I'm certain he is, Pookie Bear. Well, you better get out of here, small fry. Unless you want us to eat you. Ox knew he had promised to protect the mangosteens, but not if it meant becoming this towering twosome's lunch. You know, I must have made an error. I meant to stand by a completely different tree. You two go right ahead and have your mango steens. I'll get out of your way. And he did. He huddled behind the bushes as the giants wolfed down every mango steen in the pile, <laughs> swallowed the very last ones, <clears throat> then went stomping away. When dinner time rolled around, and Mouse Deer and Elephant came back for more mangosteens, their jaws dropped. Ox! What happened to our mangosteens? Did the giants walk away with our fruit? No, they did not walk away with our fruit. They devoured it on the spot, and I was powerless to stop them. Mouse Deer flashed Ox a sympathetic smile. It's okay, Ox. This tree is still exploding with mangosteens. We can pick some more for dinner. And they did. They collected a hefty heap of fruit and gobbled down as much as they could. Once their bellies were full, Mouse Deer suggested they meet for breakfast first thing the next morning. And I will keep an eye on our extra fruit overnight. Ox and Elephant were quiet for a moment. And then <laughs> they doubled over with laughter. My goodness, Mouse Deer. You are hilarious. If a powerful pachyderm like me couldn't keep the mangosteen safe. And a brawny bovine like me couldn't keep the mangosteen safe. <laughs> then how in the world would an eensy weensy ungulate like you? Way to go, continuing the alliteration, elephant, since an ungulate is an animal with hooves. Oh, thanks, but brawny bovine was a pretty good too. You think? Because... Okay, look, you two. 
I hate to break up your mutual admiration society, but I get it. I'm little, so you have little faith in me. But I've been thinking, and I have a plan for how to keep the mangosteen safe. So meet me back here in the morning, and you'll see. A big, strong body may be a mighty thing to have, but a big, strong mind can be even mightier. What is Mouse Deer cooking up? What would your plan be if you were Mouse Deer? We'll find out what happens after a quick break. Welcome back to Circle Round, live at Tanglewood in Lenox, Massachusetts. Today our story is called, All Tied Up. of mangosteens in the forest. Elephant volunteered to guard the extra fruit, but two giants scared him away. The same thing happened with ox. So Mouse Deer declared that she would keep the mangosteens safe. The bigger animals were skeptical, but the clever pint-sized critter had a plan. And once Elephant and Ox went home to bed, she began putting her plan into action. The first thing I need are vines. Mouse Deer scurried around the moonlit forest, yanking vines off bushes and trees. She picked out the longest vine, and then, just as she began wrapping it around her midsection like a belt... Who goes there? And how dare you come near our mangosteen tree? A shiver coursed through Mouse Deer's tiny frame, but she took a deep breath and kept wrapping the vine as the giants trundled her way. Is it me, smushy pants? Or is this little squirt eating our mangosteens? I believe she is, Thunderchunk! Well, you better get out of here, squirt, unless you want us to eat you! The giants glared at Mouse Deer, expecting her to scamper away. But she didn't. For your information, I'm not eating your mangosteens. I'm protecting myself from the flood. The flood? The giants arched their enormous eyebrows. What flood? You mean you haven't heard? A tremendous flood is coming. Its powerful waters will sweep everyone in the forest all the way to the sea. The giants cocked their hulking heads. So, it's no one safe? Not even Goliaths like us? That's right! This flood is going to be a real doozy! That's why I've collected these vines. You see, I know a special way of tying knots, 
And if I tie the vines around myself, and then I tie myself to this big, strong mangosteen tree, then the flood won't drag me away. The waters will wash right past me, and I'll be safe. Mouse Deer pranced over to the mangosteen tree and began winding the vine around its trunk, sneaking a glance at the giants. She could see their big, bulging eyes grow even bigger and bulgier. Uh, So, uh, Squirt, about those knots you mentioned. Can you show us how to tie them too? Mouse Deer grinned. Actually, it might be easier and quicker if I tied the knots for you. So why don't you go collect more vines? The stronger, the better. The giants went to work collecting vines. Before long, their immense arms were bursting with them. Nice job, you two. These vines will be perfect for tying you to the tree. But now that I think about it, it might be better if I tie you to each other first. To To each each other? Yes. That way you'll be especially safe. After all, you're such goliaths. It'll be harder to wash away the two of you together, don't you think? To Mouse Deer's delight, the giants took the bait. Of course! So please, tie me to my snickerdoodle here. (laughs) And tie me to my love spud. Will do. I just need you to get up close to the tree, clasp your arms and legs together, and I will tie you up. The giants did, as Mouse Deer said. Well, hello there, honey biscuit. Hello yourself, Sir (laughs) Smoochalot. Mouse Deer got to work, using her hooves and teeth to twist and tie the vines every which way until the giants were all tangled up. Terrific! Now, can you try wiggling a little bit? I want to make sure my knots are tight enough. The giants wiggled. And wriggled. But thanks to the strong vines, they could barely move. Uh, Squirt? Are you sure these vines aren't too tight? The tighter the better. You don't want to be swept away by the flood, do you? Well, no, but... Great. Now I just have to tie you to the tree. Hang on. Mouse Deer set to work wrapping a long vine around the giant's bulky bodies and the tree's trunk, then cinching it tight. She wrapped it around once... Uh, are you done yet, Squirt? Not yet. Then twice... You done now, Squirt? Not quite. Then three times. You done now, Squirt? Almost. Mouse Deer kept wrapping and cinching, wrapping and cinching. By the time she was done, the morning sun had begun to rise, and the giants had drifted off to sleep. As Mouse Deer tied the very last knot, ox and elephant came sauntering over. When they caught sight of the mangosteens stacked next to the mangosteen tree and the sleeping giants tied to the mangosteen tree, they were gobsmacked. Mouse deer, did you do this? Mouse deer gave elephant and ox a proud nod. I did do this, friends. (laughs) But 
How? It's like I told you. You don't need a big body to have big power. Just a big mind. Now, how about you big ol' lugs join me for breakfast? Well, mouse, deer, ox, and elephant enjoyed quite the feast that morning. And every morning from then on. Because after that fateful night, when miniature mouse deer showed her magnificent might, you can bet the giants never tangled with her or her friends ever again. Now it's your turn. Mouse deer may be small, but she has big confidence. You can boost your own confidence by creating a confidence catalog. A catalog is like a list. So on a piece of paper, work with a grown-up to brainstorm a list of positive statements about you. And make your statements in the second person so they all start with you. For instance, you work hard. You are loved. You make the world a better place. Put your confidence catalog somewhere you can easily see it and add to it. Whenever you need a reminder about how amazing you are, check out your confidence catalog and give yourself a boost. This week's story, All Tied Up, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear. It was edited by Sophie Codner. Eric Shimalonis composed our original music and conducted our world-class quintet from the Boston Symphony Orchestra. Rachel Childers on horn, Clint Foreman on flute, Catherine French on violin, Ben Levy on double bass, and Suzanne Nelson on bassoon. Special thanks to our actors at Tanglewood, Lauren Ambrose, Makania Chesser, Scott Cohen, Josh Gondelman, and Peter Riegert. Lauren Ambrose is an Emmy, Tony, and Grammy nominee from the award-winning Showtime series Yellow Jackets. She's also starred in Servant on Apple TV+, and Six Feet Under on HBO. Makania Chesser is a company member at the esteemed Shakespeare and Company, where she has starred in numerous plays. She's appeared at the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C., and on the HBO series The Wire. Scott Cohen has starred in such television hits as The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Gilmore Girls, Billions, Necessary Roughness, Allegiance, and The Tenth Kingdom, as well as the romantic comedy Kissing Jessica Stein. Josh Gondelman is a regular panelist on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, the weekly NPR news quiz. He's also a stand-up comedian and Emmy Award-winning television writer. Peter Riegert is an actor and director with nearly 100 TV and film credits, including Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and Disjointed on Netflix, plus Animal House, Crossing Delancey, and Local Hero. He also hosts the podcast Peter Riegert's Vocal Heroes. We also want to thank everyone at the Boston Symphony Orchestra and Tanglewood for their amazing assistance, including Anthony Fogg, Amy Aldrich, David chandler Wynn, Emily W. Siders, Rebecca Mansfield, Raylan Murthel, Stephen Palacio, James Campbell, Ricardo Mora, Paul Ginocchio, Mark Rulison, and Leah Sagan-Dworski. Circle Round's artist is Sabina Hahn. Sabina has created a black and white picture for every Circle Round story, including this one, and you can print them out and color them in. Grown-ups, find all 200-plus Circle Round coloring pages on our website, wbur.org slash circle round. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling around with us. Now that you've made it to the end of this Circle Round episode, we want to know, what's your favorite Circle Round story? Thousands of fans just like you have been telling us about the Circle Round stories they like best. Take a listen. 
Maybe one of their favorites is one of yours, too. My name is Maya. I live in Oak Park, Illinois. My favorite circle on the story is Banana Split. My favorite part is when the monkey doesn't share the bananas. I'm JJ. I'm from Oak Park, Illinois. And my favorite circle around is the tug of war. My favorite part is when elephant and hippo crash into each other and turtle wakes up and then they both stare at turtle. My name is Violet and I live in Longmont, Colorado and my favorite circle around is friends in hard places. I like the part where the rhino says yow whenever he gets bit. My name is Violet and I live in Nashville. My favorite circle around story is the song for the spirits. And I like it because I like songs and I like playing instruments. My name is Mia. I live in California. And my favorite podcast is The Dust Stop. I like the part when the Cypress says, You're making me travel through the dusty plains with that wise guy. And then Baboon says, Oh, you think I'm wise? Thank you very much. My name is Maya. I live in Arlington, Massachusetts, and my favorite Circle Around podcast is the Banana Split because I like the part where the turtle races the monkey. My name is Allison. I live in Princeton, New Jersey. My favorite Circle Around story is, well, all of them because I like listening to Circle Around stories. Thank you. Did someone mention a story you've missed? Not to worry. Grown-ups, you can find all of our Circle Round stories, plus links to the Circle Round Club, picture books, coloring pages, and oh so much more on our website, wbur.org slash circle round.